Вот. Okay, we couldn't even get through it. All right. Um, welcome to another episode of the Parrot's Nest. This is your host Cole and Leah. <laughs> yep, me too. Yep. Um, we are the parrots, and so today we're coming to you on definitely not a, as an exciting episode as the last one. So Lee and I have been kind of like racking our brains about like what should we talk about because last time we had like a four month gap between when the last episode was recorded of and like huge changes, huge changes, and we wanted to like we said in the last episode like we want to record every month. So technically we're doing that this time, <laughs> even though it's not exactly the intention or like what I wanted it to be. So we want to like right around thirty days apart. But I think the last episode was like the beginning of June. It's now June twenty fifth. Or July twenty fifth. July twenty fifth at the time we are recording this. So we'll so have technically we did one in June and then we're doing one in July. Yeah, but it's definitely not one. That's the that's the bare minimum that I want to maintain. But hopefully we'll get to more like thirty days. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we'll today's episode is mostly uh, we want to obviously provide kind of the updates of how. We had a lot of change, I guess, so we can kind of update on where we were at with each of those changes and and everything. Um, and then, honestly, we we have an article that we wanted to go through. It's a care.com article, and it's talks about the, the – it says, going from one to two kids is the hardest transition. Uh, and there's, For seven reasons. Yes, yeah, so there's seven reasons to... that it's the hardest. So we're going to go through that. But we haven't looked. We at haven't it yet. looked at it at all. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna just see if we agree or disagree. Yeah, Cole and Leah will blind react <laughs> to um to this this article. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, I, uh, do you want to get right into it? Yeah, I mean, last time we started, uh, our episode was June third which I don't remember, but my first day of work was June 3rd. Mm -hmm. And so either we recorded it the day before I started going to work or we post and posted it the next day. Or did we record and post it? I don't remember. But either way. Either way, I started a new job and that's been going well. It's definitely a uh, completely different world than what I'm used to. I worked for, I started working for emergency services, which is not emergency management. It's more like wildfire and search and rescue and swift water rescue for the county, which is technically under the sheriff's department. And so working for the type of work, or not the type of work, but the type of department that is, it's a whole different world, like completely different. Like even the language that they use and what they talk about, it's hard to understand. And then working for the sheriff's department and trying to understand how that whole environment works politically and structurally and how the sheriff's department is technically a county department. And so just the whole ins and outs of it has just been kind of crazy but about I mean not quite two months into it and learned a lot 
so far. It is crazy. And to understand what these people do is pretty crazy and, and out of my comfort zone. But Do you like being back at work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've always enjoyed working. I really enjoy working. But um, I'm an admin assistant. And so, and it's not a position that they've had before. And so they've been, I just have to figure out what I'm doing and they're figuring out what they want and need me to do. They have a good idea, but still. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a, been a, not a slow process, but it's going to be a work in progress for like probably one to three years before yeah. I really figure out exactly what I'm doing. Before I could like write a job description, yeah. I guess. What's the best thing about going back to work and the worst thing about going back to work? The best thing about going back to work is the social aspect. I don't like not seeing people. I do better when I'm around people and interacting with people. And um, the worst part would definitely be leaving the kids. Yeah. I had a really hard time the first day of leaving the boys. In fact, I made Cole take the boys to daycare the first I think we talked about maybe that. Maybe week. Right? Maybe we didn't. Well, I made him do it for the week. Oh, yeah. True. And so that was difficult. But were you sad on the way to work, too? Or was it like yeah. you could be distracted by yeah, the fact I that you knew I did it? on the way to work. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking about it. I was definitely thinking about it. I was sad. I just miss them, and I feel bad. I'm mom guilt, mom guilt. But then being at work now, you feel like you can socialize with people and kind of get like you have like yeah, your own now part of life back. I show way. up to daycare. Cole shows up to daycare and sees him, and he's just really happy and energized, and and I'm happy and energized, and have way more energy to give him after work and on the weekends. Um, yeah. So I definitely see the positivity in our family and the benefit of daycare, but it's still hard. But the negative benefit on our bank account. Oh, 100%. But also the positive benefit <laughs> of you being at work. <laughs> right. On our bank account. Yeah. Exactly. It's very complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. It's very complicated. Mixed, mixed feelings all around. Yeah. But it's really good. The boys are loving. Well, I don't know if they love, but... Asher's been the pretty good. He's always he kind of fusses a little bit when he gets there, but then he's always happy and and likes being there and hanging out. So it's funny it, we open the door or she opens the door and he always goes, <laughs> but then sometimes he does it with like a smile. It's like he's something he feels like he has to do or something. I don't really mm. understand it, but yeah, it's so there's not. still only our kids at daycare right now. Um, we mentioned our daycare ladies and older ladies, so she's. Um, kind of transitioning out of like full-time, full capacity care. But she's going to have one or two kids here. Hopefully, she said by the end of summer is when she wants to start having more kids. So we're really, really excited for that. But we're also really, really happy that we were able to have it just be Asher and Callum for a while with her because she was able to like, I mean, I think that honestly that helped me and maybe Leah too, but especially me, like knowing that my kids we're in a place that like they're getting uninterrupted like care and mm-hmm. like attention helped me being at work like feel a lot more like I, I don't know especially considering what we talked about last time in the podcast that we had to do it so fast and we literally like took the only option 
and the fact that we have this option, like the fact that who we have and what she's able to care and how sweet she is, is like, I mean, I feel incredibly blessed because if I would have had to like, just pick some lady who, you know, like some of the women I, I talked to on the phone, I'm not necessarily, necessarily saying they would have been bad, but just their general like vibe to use that word, mm-hmm. like was just, I was like, man, I don't want my kid to go there. Like, you know, yeah. cause I could hear like yell something at another kid over the phone or something. And I was like, uh, just sounds chaotic. Yeah. It sounds like, chaotic. And like they would just be managing our kids instead of taking care of our kids. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It feels like our kids are really being like, like cared for and, um, loved on, you know, mm-hmm. like they get to go to the park with, with her and, and they just, she just spends all of her time with just them two. And I really like that. So mm-hmm. it makes me feel really comforted being at work. And yeah. So, and knowing that, knowing that it's not Leah at home, I, I like need to know that it's someone who's going to be loving on, on them. And until Leah makes more money and is able to let me stay at home with them. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I don't want to stay at home with them. <laughs> I would be the chaotic person that people are like, oh, I don't want to leave my kids with that guy. Nicole's like, I'm on my phone. I'm trying to TikTok. What do you need, Asher? <laughs> I didn't <sighs> want to go to the park today, so I didn't. <laughs> Here, turn on the TV. And that's also cool. She doesn't really use the TV as a distraction, and Lee and I are kind of bad about that. Mm-hmm. But Asher also loves being outside, and so we, we give him a ton of time to be outside and, yeah. and play and, and hang out. But then he also likes to just relax and watch Moana, which we're cool with. Yeah. Yeah. Leah mentioned today something that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I don't know how I feel about it. And it was that we're going on a trip in October to go see my parents in Florida. And Leah was saying, well, maybe we should get Asher some headphones and plug it into the, um, you know, the phone so he can start like getting used to what it like to watching a video on like a phone. So that way, maybe when we're on the plane, he will act really, really good. And just, we can put the headphones on and he'll watch like Moana for the flight, you know? And so Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a great idea, but I'm also really worried that it could turn into something that he does habitually or we do habitually here. Because Asher doesn't know that a phone can do anything. Like he, I guess, like he sees us on Instagram or something, but he's not interested in it. And he doesn't know that a phone could play Moana. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so what if he figured that out like we purposely not played videos it doesn't matter what we're doing i won't play a video for asher on my phone because like youtube or anything like that no matter where we are and because i don't want that to be yeah the the backfall what's the word yeah the crutch i don't even know i know what you're saying though yeah but fall back yeah something like that but, yeah, you know, we don't want to use that as, like, a tool to be like, oh, Ash, you're being crazy here. Watch this video with your headphones. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to think about it a little more, figure out what we're going to do. We'll let you guys know. We got three months. Yeah. Um. So the other updates. We talked about job a little bit. We talked about um, what else did we just talk about? Daycare. Oh, daycare. So the house. We moved into the new house and we've gotten a lot of, like, some decorations up. We still have like nothing on the walls. Like there's literally blank walls. Yeah. There's like blank areas of the house where we don't have furniture or anything. Not areas, not like rooms of the house, but like 
walls and spaces that definitely need furniture and mm-hmm. but we're doing pretty good i think to be honest like we're slowly but surely getting it and it's starting to feel like home and adding things but we're also like we want to kind of try to not just throw stuff on the walls so. yeah we want to put things that we like actually like and furniture that we actually like and not just get it because it was $25 at a garage sale. We've never cared about I'm a house. I'm completely fine with getting a $25 thing at a garage sale, but I just don't want to get something because it's $25. Right. I think we, we've always been kind of terrible at houses and not taking, like, we just don't really care about decorations because we knew we were going to move out as soon as the lease is over. Yeah. So. And so you don't want to buy decorations that fit a space specifically. Mm-hmm. We just kind of have always gone with whatever we have. Yeah. Um... So anyway, the house is going good. We're I'm kind of starting to learn how to be handy at certain things slowly. So yeah, it's a process. Um, I I don't know what we're gonna give. That's just general life updates where we're at with all those things that we kind of talked about last time. But did we? I guess in the last month, um, a few other exciting things so we can kind of like. Ping pong, I guess. I'll say something, then you say something until we think we're out of life updates. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, dude, was there a story that I was like rem- trying to remember? Yeah, but you didn't tell me. I didn't tell you. You said two funny things happened today. I don't remember what the first one was, but the second one I'm going to save for the podcast. Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't the poop in the, in the, in the, was it Ash with poop hands? Did we tell that on the podcast? I think we did. <sighs> did we? Maybe we didn't. Nicole and I were talking about it before we recorded this, that we really need to start listening to our last podcast if we're going to go between podcasts. Yeah. To have so long between podcasts, because we don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. But the poop hands thing is... Asher now has to, we used to like lay him down for his afternoon naps, maybe without pants on because it's hot. Mm-hmm. And so we'd lay him down with like no pants on, but a t-shirt or whatever the case was. And a couple times, including a time when our friend Lexi was watching, him, <laughs> yeah. he was like screaming and crying in his room. So we finally go in there. I'm just thinking that he was crying because he wanted out of his nap or whatever because he didn't want to take a nap. And so we go in there and he just had poop everywhere because he had pooped his diaper and then got like itched it and gotten into the diaper Uh and to like itch it. Poop all over his hands. All over his hands, all over the bed. Yeah. But thankfully he didn't like smear it everywhere. It was just like on the sheets. And on his hands. And on his hands. So it wasn't, like, all over the wall. And stuff he didn't like, like it, for sure. No, he, he was so mad about it. That's why he was crying so much. He was like, I would, too. Imagine having poop all over your hands. Like, you wake up, and you're just like, oh, I've itched my butt. And really, you poop your pants also. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have poop all over your hands, and you can't get out of your bed. That would be a nightmare. That would be so bad. But, um... Anyways, he did that. I think that, I don't think we said that on the podcast last time, but that was one of my funny stories. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking to myself, like, because I'll see a kid at the park or something, and I'm like, man, that kid just did something so funny. And I'll think, like, I wish I could tell stories like that on the podcast. You know, like, the things that kids say. I'm just so excited to get to that time 
where I can tell the podcast, like, guess what Asher said or yeah. to this person or, or something, you know. Like we were talking today, our nephew Jackson will be three in October. And for Father's Day or after Father's Day, we went to Denver or to Parker to my sister's house. And we all went for a walk and Jackson has this little strider. And so we're walking down the street and he just rolls up on these girls in the backyard playing and he's like oh hey girls hi girls are you playing girls are you having fun are you on the slide (laughs) like literally that's what it sounded like he was just so excited to see these new people and he just wanted to strike up a conversation with them like golly I hope I mean hopefully he's not that outgoing because that was intense but (laughs) I hope he kind of keeps that personality where he just wants to be friends with everyone he was just so excited to meet some new friends yeah i'm so excited for that stuff i think it's gonna be so funny but like jackson and asher have gotten to the age where they mm-hmm. like want to play with each other the last week as sunday they were over um for a birthday and they were they played all day like just 100 miles an hour ran back and forth and played all day and asher was so tired i mean i don't know if he was fighting off some sickness or maybe he's going through a growth spurt but he was so tired on Monday. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. He, like, did would not call, woke him up, changed his diaper, got him dressed, and put him back in bed because he never woke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we took him to the daycare. Yeah. But he's just so, it's so cute to just see him play with friends and be with, and Jackson's family. But it's, like, one of his only friends that he sees often because we don't have any more friends with kids that age mm-hmm. and the friends that we did have with kids similar to age we no longer live in fort collins and we no longer go to that church and so mm-hmm. it's like master doesn't have any friends his age is really sad yeah but we're really excited to be at an age where asher can have more friends because he's kind of just getting to the age where he does will be able to play with people yeah not just play next to them. I guess before we move into like other updates too, we should just give an update on like where Callum's at and the change because it in two months they change a lot and then Callum's like, yeah, Callum's five months old and he smiles at everyone. Mm-hmm. He's super cute. So Lee and I were saying that we think that while Asher was a lot more, um, like he wanted to be touched and played with a little bit, and I could like by this age I was probably like hanging him upside down a little bit and like. He was just more giggly, like, when you touch him and play with him. He likes to be messed with. Yeah, where Callum is, like, the opposite, and he just, at this point, he's very interactive, but he wants to just be talked to. Like, and honestly, he doesn't even know if you're talking to him or not. You can just, I could be talking to Leah while Leah's holding him, and he thinks I'm talking to him, and he is just smiling and giggly. he starts laughing and kind of talking back to you. Mm -hmm. He's way more interactive if you like speak to him than if you and he's starting to be more like ticklish and stuff like that but he still is like so he just wants to be talked to it's so sad when someone's talking and he's just looking at them smiling so big and they don't know that he thinks that they're talking to him yeah it just breaks my heart because he doesn't (laughs) because they don't even like pay attention to him and so i always do i'm like colt look at callum because I'm always because, smiling at me like, yeah, you're talking to me. And he'll think that he's, like, talking to it. It makes me so sad. All right. Yeah. So. He doesn't get that attention. But, yeah. 
Callum's just the happiest baby. He is. It's really, really cute. And he's still a pretty good sleeper. He's, um, what's it called? Don't know. Digressed a little bit in his sleeping. He we also sleep quite as long, but I think he always go, also goes to bed consistently earlier as well. Like he's usually in bed about the time Asher is. And we don't, we haven't started sleep training him really, like where we do um, cry, let him cry it out for a while. We really haven't started that. We need to. I've been like, I just am not that interested in doing that. I just am. I want, because Asher is so good at sleeping. Like, so good. And I th- to be honest, I think that's, like, a, some of the most important parenting things that you – at least from my experience so far. The most important thing you can do as a parent sometimes is, like, really training the kid to go to sleep. Because Asher, I literally – like, we have a routine. And he – because he's learned this through that sleep training thing. But, like, I – we feed him his bottle. He's watching a movie or something out here. He, he eats his bottle around 730-ish. By eight, you know, him and I go to his room. I put him in his PJs, put him in his little sleep sack. We sit on the chair and I read him some books. Uh, and then as soon as we're done with some books, I I turn him, I turn off the light, I turn him around and I hug him, and I kiss him goodnight, and then I just lay him in his bed and give him his. At this point, I've started just giving him his uh, stuffed animal and blankie because I'm trying to get him to be attached to that instead of his passy. But that's a whole different thing. But either way, I still I put him in his bed and then we walk out. You know, like he, and he'll lay there for 10, 15, not maybe that long, but like he, he's not like he's asleep. You know, he has to, he learns, he's learned how to put himself to sleep. And that is what I'm, I'm scared if we don't sleep train Callum a little bit more or skip that step entirely, then we're going to end up having to like hold him and do all the things where like we have to put him to sleep before he goes to sleep. He learns how to put himself to sleep on his own because right. I think it's so healthy for us the fact that Asher does that makes it so much easier for Leah and I as, you know, in our like relationship and then just like maintenance of the home and things like that. It's just like our own little schedule. We know that Asher goes to sleep at 830 and that's, and he does it. I mean, eight, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what that will look like with Callum sleeping in the same room as Asher. Right. Especially since we, we did admit that I think some of the sleep training was done by a lot of it was probably done by Audrey when she was watching yeah. Asher out of necessity because she had two other kids. But we would try, I and mean, we did it too, but it was mostly like... I think it would be, it's a lot easier when you have two kids than it is when you have one. Like, when you have one, that's all you're thinking about is the fact that he's crying and that you aren't going to get him or whatever and looking at the time and seeing how long it's been. And But if you have two kids and you're distracted... Yeah, but I've been telling myself that when we're at six months is when we're going to do sleep training. So that gives us about 10 days <laughs> until, so then we're going to, I do, I, I think, and honestly, I just, I think I'll be a little, I'm not as affected. I'm, I'm affected by Callum crying, but not like I was when I was just learning what it was like to listen to your own kid cry mm-hmm. with Asher. So I think I'm a little bit like, it'll be easier for me just to like set Callum in there. Because I've already kind of went through the emotional, like, process a little bit of doing that with Asher a little bit. So with Callum, it'll be easy, but, or easier. Yeah. 
and we know what to do, you know, and the things. So yeah. anyway, um, okay. Anything else for Callum? Or should we go to updates? I don't think we have many updates, but I was going to share my first one, which was I got my first haircut in over a year. Trimmed. Well, still a haircut. Yeah. I went in, it was barely a haircut. I mean, like, I literally just went, I'm growing out my hair now. I know I've probably talked about my hair, but I'm growing out my hair and we got, I went in for a haircut and yeah, she just like cut off tiny bits in the back and just tried to shape it up. Shaped it up a little bit. But either way, you know, that was a, that was an emotional deal for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really. Any other updates? Your turn. Any other updates? No. Just work. My grandma came. Yeah, Cole's grandma came down and met both boys. She oh, yeah, she had never met, met Asher. And she lives in Texas. My dad's mom. And when Asher was born, Asher was born in November of 2019. And we were like, well, don't come down yet because we don't want, we want Asher to like be able to interact with you and and everything. So just wait till like the spring or the summer mm-hmm. to come down. And she doesn't like to be in Colorado in the winter. Anyway, she just, the snow. And so we told her that I remember that. Do you remember that? Not really. Being like, well, don't come down yet. We don't, like, it's best to come down when they're, like, five or six months old. Yeah, they can interact with you. Yeah, and then at that point, five months old, corona happened. Yeah. And. True. So, we didn't see her for a couple years. It's been a year, yeah, probably almost two years now, because Asher's a year and a half, and he hasn't met her. When we saw her, like, Sonny and Kaiser got (coughs) When Sonny and Kaiser got married. Was the last time we saw him, I think. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like two years. Yeah. More. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that was a big one. And we were just talking about, like, that's probably a similar situation for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people see certain family members, like, every year, year and a half. And then COVID happened, and so it became two years. Mm-hmm. I have know someone at work, and they're like, I'm going to see my parents, and they took two, two weeks off, and I'm like, oh, that's a long trip, and they're like, well, I haven't seen them in two years. Jeez. Yeah. So, COVID. Mm-hmm. Any other updates that you can think of? Big big life updates? Big life updates. We just bought a house, had a kid, had <laughs> jobs. Like big two-month updates. What, what's, compared what's, to that, we don't have big life updates. That's right true. Now. We just got it all out here. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to get our stride right now, if we're being honest. We really are. We still haven't figured it out. We're not sure if this is just how life is or if we just haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for the latter. We just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. A routine. We need more of a routine, I think. So that it's not so much just trying to get everything done by the end of the day. Yeah. If we get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. We'll be there eventually. Yeah. Just taking it a day at a time. I think we're doing pretty good. Lee and I have gotten, since Lee has started work, I guess one of the kind of updates is that we we had to start waking up at like a way different time. We used to wake up at pretty much eight mm-hmm. i mean like because i was working from home almost almost exclusively so i would never take a lunch 
So I would work, I would just work at nine, usually unless I had a meeting or something. So I we would wake up at eight. And to be honest, not even nine, because I, I could I could wake up at eight and be at, at work at eight oh five. Right. So like I would I would literally wake up and then immediately go to work after I like go like get if coffee. Cole had a meeting at eight, he would get out of bed at seven fifty five. Yeah. Or like so anyways, Lee and I have been getting used to a new sleep. Like we're waking up at six now or it, our alarms go off at six. Mm-hmm. We're usually up by like six sometime in the between six fifteen and six twenty five. And then we're scrambling to try to get ready and, and everything done so we can get out of the door by like seven. Seven oh seven. If we are out the door after seven, we're late. If we're at, out the door past seven ten, then I am freaking out. So mm-hmm. yeah. So anyways, so that's a big we're our, that is probably our biggest and thing for right Asher. now. Asher, Asher is not an early riser. It's just like his mom, and it's the way he's always been. Even when he was like Callum's age, he would wake up, eat, and go back to sleep for a couple hours. Like when Asher was a newborn. I would always say that he, like, would sleep the night, and then he'd wake up at, like, 7, and he'd take his morning nap, and he'd go back to sleep for a couple more hours, two, three more hours, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. But now he doesn't do that, and he's tired, poor guy. Poor guy. He does not like to be up that early. He struggles. Yeah, I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Just like his mama. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into this uh, article. All right, so seven reasons going from one kid to two kid is the hardest transition per care.com. Let's hear it. Written November 16th, 2019, which is one day after Asher was born. Crazy as that. That is interesting. Um, so again, we don't know how this is going to go for Lily and I We've doing this. We've never read this. We didn't read this article. But... So it may be that we disagree with all of it and it's real dumb. Or it yeah. could be that we're really cool, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right. So number one, the nap break is over. That's true. So yeah, essentially it's saying that when you have one kid and the kids are doing good at napping, you can obviously the kid goes down for a nap and then you have either your own personal time or husband and wife time to hang out and Main, main, yeah, or productivity time, and I definitely think that was that is true. Mm-hmm. But and again, we're only five months, or well, almost six months into Callum being here, so that transition. But I will say that I feel like it's starting to get a little easier with that, you know. Yeah. So. I think at first it was really hard because there there literally was no nap break. Yeah, they were, the, I don't know why. I mean, it, I guess it's good in a way because then you can spend uninterrupted time with each of them. But they had opposite sleep schedules. Like if Asher was sleeping, Callum was awake. And so there was just no rest. But mm-hmm. And it's, some days it feels like that because Callum's not on a sleep schedule. You know, he just goes to sleep when he's he's roughly you know like oh i'm up for a few hours and i'm down you know mm-hmm. where asher we know he either if he's taking two naps a day he's going down at like 10 30 ish and then again at like one to two but if he's only taking one nap he's going down at like 1 30 and he's sleeping for like three hours yeah but with callum are sometimes there's times where asher will go down 
for a nap, and then Callum will go down right after it. It feels like we have kind of a break. But because of that, I think Leah and I are intentional about that time sometimes. Mm-hmm. We're like, it just is like a time to sit on the couch and look at Instagram Did you just or think, whatever. you just sit down and you're like, oh, I'm just going to sit here for a second. Because you don't know, like Callum, you know, you're not used to that. So with a nap, you're kind of, you can plan it out. Like he goes down at 11 or he goes down at 10, you know, and, and then I can be productive or we can watch our show or something or like that. with Asher, like even if he doesn't sleep, you know he's going to be in there for 45 minutes or however long you're going to let him rest before you get him back out. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't sleep. When you have a kid, when you have one kid and they get to the stage where they are taking regular naps at like scheduled set times, set times that is a moment that really like makes parenting like changes you know like you really do feel like you can almost start catching up on what you've been missing or like like I don't know how the rest to say it like you feel like you're not just surviving now you're like okay here we go we can start to kind of okay I do think that's a big reason why parenting is hard and getting used to it is because the lack of schedule not that I am structured in my personal life or anything but it really helps to be able to know that you have certain times available or a certain amount of time to get something done during the day like if the bathrooms need cleaned yeah yeah and and so i think when we had callum it's it does become a lot um it did become a lot harder for me because I, I think I am one of those people who really needs to recharge and feel and like get, I don't know, time to relax or time to just not do anything. Mm-hmm. And like when you put Asher down and then you're used to having that and then it's all taken away from you because you have this new kid and you're now having to like either be super productive or even, and it sounds bad, but like spending like just going from one and then now you're spending time with the other one. Like you just don't get that break, you know? And so it, it is really like a, it's just tough. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So that's agreed. Number two. You have to learn to divide your attention. That is true. I think it was harder when he was a like a fresh newborn because Asher would want more attention and you can't just like just even laying Callum on the ground as a newborn was weird. Yeah. But he also slept more. Yeah. At the same time. Well, I know that was true for me. Remember you told me about that. What? You said I wasn't spending as much time with Asher or Callum or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was true. So I, I definitely think it was one of those things that I struggled with because I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, just learning. It's not that I don't know. Yeah, that learning how to define your time and attention evenly or whatever can be like. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. It's don't difficult know. because certain ages are easier for people to interact just different people certain people like newborns certain people like toddlers some people hate toddlers some people hate newborns so mm-hmm. Cole and I are neither of those but it's still he just it's easier 
to spend time with one than the other. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I had that much of a hard time with this. I think it's because it goes back to the nap break thing that they napped at opposite schedules to begin with. So it became, I had time with both. And I think for me, at least at the beginning, one of the hardest pieces about dividing my attention evenly or learning to divide your attention is that even attention, I don't know, for me at least, attention with a newborn isn't the same as attention with a toddler because they're not interacting with you. You know, they're, right. you have to like do the thing where you're above them and you're staring into their eyes and saying, hi, hi, you know, and doing all the things. And it's not as quote unquote, like for me again, quote unquote fun as it is when you're playing with your one-year-old and the one-year-old is is just getting to that point where they're super interactive with you and they want to play with you and and run around and hit sticks and 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 so that was like I think it was hard for me to just spend to like divide that time and I don't I don't know maybe it doesn't we don't have to say like doesn't have to be divided evenly but because it's all like qualitative if that makes sense right. like it's about the quality of time but you know I still I just always I didn't really know or think I was doing it but Leah did think I wasn't spending as qualitative of time or good quality. quality time yeah good quality time with with Callum so it was something I just tried to work on more yeah but also we can talk about even learning, and this might be another one later, I don't know, so we'll have to see, but learning how to divide your, your divide your attention doesn't just mean your kids, probably us as well. That was something that, like, Lee and I just didn't really... Say that statement again? Like, it's not about... this. It says number two, to learn to divide your attention. But I don't think it's not just dividing your attention between the, the kids now, it's also dividing your time. Oh, you have another thing to now... Between inter- everything. Yeah, so now it's just me and you time is what That's I'm saying. That's true. So you and I didn't get any time to really do things that we enjoy. And, in fact, we still kind of struggle with that because when we're done with the day, when Asher goes to Colin goes to sleep, usually we clean the house or try to get it, everything ready for the next day. And then by that time, like, you're tired. I'm kind of tired. We might just be kind of like, eh. We just want to go to bed. And then, we, yeah. We, like just... we don't even watch a movie or, like, have a drink or sit on the, we don't have a patio but sit on the stair <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. our backyard or anything yeah. like that like we're just because we might sit on our phones for 15 20 minutes and then be like eh, it's time to go to sleep and then we just have not barely done anything with each other so it's we tried to do a, a i think we've done like a date or maybe two we went on a date when we like first moved in here because mm-hmm. d watched the boys yeah that's definitely something we have. So, yeah. Anyways. All right. So, the, that's something you have to learn how to divide your attention between your two kids, but also learning how to to, in, to include another, mm-hmm. you know, into time with each other. I do think that this will be a lot easier because our kids are about the same age, which was part of the point of having kids about the that's same the age. Long-term is that plan. hopefully we can do things as a family because both the boys will hopefully be interested in similar activities like if we go to the zoo it's not interesting for one and not the other if we go to the park we can all play on the slide or we can play a game that's 
they're both at an age that they would be interested in. Yeah. And one isn't interested in playing soccer while the other just wants to swing because he can't kick the ball or something. So. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's the plan. Three. Dealing with unexpected regressions. And it says also see tantrums. Interesting. I don't have we. I feel like we haven't dealt with any big regressions. I mean, it depends on the week. I think if you ask us how Asher's doing, sometimes we feel like he's really on his way to the terrible twos, and then other like this week was fine. That's not a regression. I'm thinking like sleep regressions. Like well, it says, like... also see tantrums. Oh, true. True. So yeah. I'm guessing they're talking about regressions. Is in. Is in behavioral yeah but so tantrums is this thing that we're starting to experience a little bit with asher but to be honest i don't think for me that's like one of the hardest things about transitioning between one and two kids like i was always expecting you know asher to to do tantrums and when he's throwing a tantrum it's not like that causes callum to like landslide into his own tantrum you know yeah and asher has not knock on wood but he does not seem to have that, or Callan does not seem to have that big of an effect on Asher's mood. Like, Callan being asleep or not being asleep, us paying attention to Callan or not paying attention to Callan does not seem to have a big effect on Asher's mood, whether he's in a good mood or not. He's not, like, throwing tantrums for a t- because he's fighting for attention from Callum. That will probably change, but as of right now. Right. And also, Callum, uh, I feel like with Asher, we've definitely noticed like sleep regressions and things like that. With Callum, I don't think we've noticed that much. I think partially just because I'm tired all the time. <laughs> there was a period where he was sleeping like in really well and i think there's I a like period sleeps... that he was sleeping better than he is right now but the way he's been sleeping right now has been for a while and so i don't know if that was if this is a regression that he's been in for a month or two or if he's just he, we just got lucky <laughs> but i mean maybe it's in this article because it's saying hey you will have to <laughs> but we'll see hopefully not i feel like so far this has been the least one for us for me at least Mm-hmm. unexpected regressions but um like i said it'll probably happen later like this one just said uh what does it say maybe they want to go back to or maybe they want to go back to diapers start nursing or using a bottle again no there's no going back no asher hasn't really done that so no we haven't had that yet yeah so maybe it's saying we will see it. But, I mean, we haven't, maybe when we bring out, like, the stroll, not the stroller, but, like, the walkie thing. The walking mm-hmm. thing. I know Asher likes to play with that at daycare. Yeah. All right, you will reach next level tired. I don't know if I ever got out of this. You will reach next level tired. Yeah, I think we're still there. You're still there. Yeah. Since Asher was born. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's been since Asher's been born. Since Callum's been born. 
Yeah, and it, it definitely doesn't help that we just started that, the like, you started the new job, and now we have to get the boys. And, and it doesn't help that Asher was young when I got pregnant, and so we never really got into a point where we're like, oh, he's sleeping completely through the night, and most nights I sleep the whole entire night. Like, most nights when I was pregnant, true. I did not sleep the whole entire night, and then I was pregnant, so I wasn't sleeping well, and then... Callum yeah. is yeah, that's his true. age. Sorry, I thought I figured out Callum, so I got distracted. But Callum's his age, so I still wake up throughout the night. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So that's never gone away. We didn't have kids far enough apart to. Yeah, and Leah's definitely gotten the worst of that. Mm-hmm. She She's a lot more light sleeper than I am. Mm-hmm. So anytime a baby wakes up, from, you just wake up. And honestly, there was a period... And I, I, for some reason, I'm a little less affected than Leah, I think, of, like, with waking up in the middle of the night. I feel like I still I don't, I think I just don't sleep as well. Like, I think because I am a lighter sleeper, I don't sleep as hard. I don't get as good quality sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think we're still there. Like, that definitely is true that, you know, Asher now sleeps through the night, but, because he was always waking up. Remember, he was waking up in the middle of the night for a bottle. So we'd, I'd have to wake up and go get him a bottle and bring it to him. It wasn't long after that, and then Callum was born, and then we're dealing with that. So we're still kind of dealing with that with Callum now. He'll wake up at like four to between, right, four and five, or three between three and five. No, it's much later than that. Like four and five? Like or five and I mean, sometimes four, but that's like four's on the clock a lot. Lately, yeah. he hasn't been sleeping that late, but it was like five thirty. Yeah. Now it's like four thirty to five thirty. Wake up for his yeah. bottle. Yeah. Okay. But like we said, he has been going to bed a, lot, a little bit earlier, so. Yeah, so he's probably starting to get into it. Yeah. Get into the same phase that Asher was in. Yeah. Go to bed early, but wake up for a bottle, mm-hmm. which is honestly not terrible mm. so especially if they go back to sleep right I can't wait till Callum can hold his own bottle he's almost there almost. Uh, he'll Still. hold it from he me. can barely hold it he can't if it falls he can't put it back well in his of course yeah yeah you gotta watch it but yeah. all right number five uh the parenting guilt multiplies Hold on one second, everybody. Let us read this real quick. Even with one kid, parent guilt manages to make its way into the mind and hearts of many mom a dad. You have to work late, uh, let your kids zone out to some Doc McStuff. <laughs> <laughs> While you're trying to get stuff done, you're too tired to play with another. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, so you're too tired to play another round of tag, hide and seek, any. So I haven't, okay, so just for me to start, because it just, like, hit me. But what this is, I think it says the parenting guilt multiplies. So I I don't think I've experienced the multiplication of this parenting guilt yet, although I can definitely see that being a thing. Like, I do experience that with Asher. There was things where, like, he would start to go to sleep in his own crib, you know, and we'd, we'd uh I would feed him his bottle then put him in his bed and then he stopped kind of doing that and I was like I just want to spend more time with him so that's when I really stopped I started reading a book but then but now I'm like I'll read three books or like we'll have friends over you know and I'll read a few books and then and then be like all right Asher it's time to go you know and he'll all kind of like 
turn the light off and he'll start pointing at the books again and I'll have crazy parenting guilt then. <laughs> so usually I'll end up like potentially reading him another book or doing after that. After you put him in the crib? No, no, no. Like after I've turned out the light oh. and I'll turn back the light on sometimes. Or I'll just sit there and like kind of feel it out. I'm like, do you want to read another book or do you not? Or like if he even asks for another one, then I'll, I'll read it even though I'm like, yeah, but it's just because I'm tired. I want my own time, like, too. I want to go spend time with my friends. I want to go spend time with you or just relax. And I'm like, Asher, no, I'm ready for you to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when we're <clears> – <throat> today I was playing blocks with him, and he kept wanting me to stack the blocks so he could knock them over. And I did it, like, five or six times while holding Callum. And I was like, I am – I don't want to do this anymore. But I was having guilt about knowing that he wants to do it, and he was having fun – and knowing that I was being selfish because I just wanted to sit down and hold Callum and watch Asher play because I was tired. So I definitely know this this parenting guilt thing um, exists, and I can see it becoming even more of a thing with um, Callum. When Callum starts to play and everything, and they're both playing, and then they're like, come on, Dad, like play another thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm definitely going to have that bad. And when they can talk. Mm-hmm. And they can be like, Dad, play with us. Yeah. They'll be able to like, like aw. <laughs> yeah, to get me to play and and manipulate me and do all those things into or like, yeah. But um also we watched this show called Bluey on on Disney mm-hmm. with Asher and those parents are like stupid good at playing with their kids, like stupid games. And that even watching that show makes me like I'm like, are you kidding me? I would mm-hmm. never let my kid. They play so hard. Like they yeah. commit. They commit so hard to the game. To the kids' games, whatever the kid wants to play. If the kid wants them to dance in public, they'll do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a bad dad. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you think about parenting guilt? Yeah, it's hard. I do it too. If Asher wants to read another book, then I'll feel bad and want to do it. Or I feel bad sometimes. I just want to let him like sit with me for another minute before he goes to bed and stuff like that so yeah yeah that's real but i don't think it's i don't know if it's multiplied yet no and i think but i think like the article i didn't read it out loud but down later it says that you know when one kid might be playing and you feel like you maybe gave like at the end of the night we'll put them both to sleep and like let's say ash i played with asher really hard in the yard but we put him down to sleep and callum was just inside putting his little coins in the in the in the freaking piggy bank and i feel like i didn't really play with callum mm. even i mean that made me sad just saying like that scenario just talking <laughs> about that scenario made me a little sad so like i'm gonna be that hardcore like and i'll be like i didn't play with callum today you are gonna be so easy i didn't i didn't play with this and i'll go get him out of bed so we can play coins while asher sleeps oh it's making me sad even thinking about it Jeez. Right, we don't have that much time. We got to move on. All right, six. Your your second baby is a totally different human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we already talked about this. Like, Calum is different just personality-wise than Asher was. But, Ash, Calum's been pretty easy. And he's pretty uh, calm. Yeah. So that's kind of he's been very calm. An okay so, thing. Yeah. <laughs> but Asher is also like however many months old he is. 
Honestly, yeah. So it's been, but yeah, exactly. He's he's a second baby with, but he's a totally different human. But in a lot of ways, he's much more calm. So it's been in that way, it's kind of good. Yeah. So. I think this will be harder when they get but a I can, bit older. Right, and I can see how that would be a bad transition. Like, imagine if it was the opposite way, and like we had Callum first and then Asher. Yeah, that would have been a way different transition all the time because you're like, well, he. Spits up more, and is he sick? And mm. yeah, I'm hoping he's a different human when it comes to like teething. Maybe he won't get diet like spicy poops. Hopefully, it'd be awesome. That would be so great. Guess we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And oh yeah. Last. Read it. You and your partner will take it out on one another. Well, there's no one you'd rather tell than your partner when your child does something adorable. There's also probably no one that will annoy annoy you more during the often rough transition that is one to two kids. This is probably true. Mm-hmm. The transition was a very stressful time of our life. We made horrible choices of deciding to buy a house and <laughs> change jobs. And, but and I mean, that was a really hard time for us. Yeah, I think so. This just individually, which in turn, like, I don't look back and think of it as being a really hard time for our marriage. I just think it was a really hard time. I don't really look back and think of how difficult it was on our marriage. Yeah. Do you? What? Going from one to two kids. Was difficult on our marriage? Like, I know it was. I think it's put... I wouldn't... I don't know. It's, a, it's hard to say difficult, like, what that means. I think it increased the strain of tr- stress on, our, like, uh, on marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was like that. Like, I, I would say, like, if... Because I think in acronyms, but if marriage is a, you know, like a drawbridge or whatever... That's not an acronym. Okay, what's it? What is it then? An acronym? Metaphor. Metaphor. Yeah. So if marriage is a drawbridge, it definitely put a lot more weight on the drawbridge, and you could maybe see the strain on the cables. Yeah. You know, but it didn't like. Some strained cables on that drawbridge. (laughs) No, they were fine. Um, and but it's not like it was. I wouldn't say like sometimes difficult implies like fracturing or things like that. I would say the, the infrastructure stayed steady but there was increased strain of course you know and so i think but you just like it says people are going to get on each other's nerves in the article and it's like yeah you got on my nerves a lot more well right yeah exactly and i was on your nerves a lot more and we did not like the way that we were talking to each other just we were just so we were short tired and stressed like the amount of stress we were going through like when we were trying to find a babysitter and when I was trying to like get my job application complete and my background check 
that was so, so stressful. And uh-huh. we both handle stress very differently, which is really fine if we're individually stressed. But as far as family right. stress, Cole loves to talk it out. And I love to ignore it until it goes away. <laughs> so that sounds like I'm the one that handles stress and you don't. <laughs> well, I obviously handle it by not handling it. <laughs> You just pretend like it's not there and go to sleep and tomorrow you feel better. That's honestly in some ways probably actually, I mean, we know we joked about that, but in some ways that probably is good because then you wake up in the morning sometimes and you're like, actually, that wasn't really something I, like, I'm not worried about it. That's my philosophy. And, okay, well, hold on before you go too crazy. If you go to sleep, you'll, you'll, it probably won't be as big of a deal. But by talking about it, I talk about it before it's really, I sometimes talk about things before it actually is an issue, but by talking about it, it makes it an issue. Exactly, which is not. See, we're different. Not what I want to happen. But, okay, so either way, yeah, Lee and I, like, we took, I wouldn't say take it out on each other, but we would allow our stresses to become, to to make us irritable, more irritable than we ever probably have ever been with our yeah. marriage. So, um, but, I mean, it's just because, like, I wouldn't, again, like, Callum would go to sleep. Asher was asleep at this time. And I want to watch TV or I want to watch YouTube on my phone and just do nothing. Well, Leah now like wants to get the bottles clean and the dishes clean. Hi, you're making me sound real bad here. (laughs) I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you would want to be productive and I would want to relax and like get my time. Cole, the joke is, is that you're making yourself sound bad. It is, but I'm not, oh yeah, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're wrong. (laughs) And I'm I'm not saying that I'm wrong or you're wrong. What I'm saying is we both would want different things and you'd want to be productive and I would want to not be productive. I would want to relax. And we would, sometimes I think like with Asher or anything, that was fine, but on occasion, but this would be like, it would just, we'd be more upset about those situations than we were in the past. Because yeah. it was like... The stressors in your life just get amplified. Yeah. When you have kids. You're not, I don't, I mean, it does add new stresses and stuff, but I just think they get amplified when you have more kids. When you have one kid, it's amplified. When you have two kids, it's amplified more. <laughs> it's multiplied. Going back to the title of the article. Oh no, never mind. What were you thinking? I was thinking something about multiplication. Anyways, that was seven reasons going from one to two kids is the hardest transition. It then goes on to talk a little bit about how the third transition is already a trend. Like you've already experienced the transition of kids and the dividing of responsibilities and stuff like that. So it gets a little bit easier. But we don't have three kids, so we can't speak to that. So one to two kids is definitely the hardest transition we've had. Yeah. Was it harder than one? Yeah. See, and then I have a really horrible memory, and I don't remember a lot of it, so. Yeah. There was so much joy in, in number one, and the second one was a lot of, like, joy, but, like, also followed with stress, too. Mm-hmm. All right. We're at the end of our podcast time. Tune in next month. For next- Ten seconds. Next month's episode of Parrot Nest and figure out all the reasons Leah is wrong in this marriage. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs>